0: Welcome to the Josh Rogie Show. My guest Colton Nets are here with me. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going. On? It's cooler inside. That's for sure. yeah. It's a lot better. All right, Colton. Let's let's, let's get into this. So, yes. Where would you grow up? Where's well, your family from? All that, all that good stuff. Let's hear it. Small towns. Two of yeah uh morton washington i uh, lived there till about freshman year and then after that my mom and or my siblings we moved out here to adna and that's where i reside and morton's where most of the family's from a little history in adna and then my dad's side of the family that's on my mom's side uh they're from like the sumner buckley area but also morton too so my dad and mom met all righty. So when you graduated from Adna. I did. What was what was what did you like about small towns, like the feel of it compared to you know if, what you'd think about going to like a bigger school? That's the community. It's a lot closer and family oriented. Like you don't have to worry about what's going on now, like shootings as much. Shootings or bullying. I mean, there's bullying, but. Everyone knows everyone, so if a kid bullies know their their parents are going to find out next time they're going to ask you, kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's the coolest thing. The only reason I would ever want to go to a bigger school, though, is sports wise. get a lot more exposure. Than, yeah. Like a 2B school where we went. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, I mean, I remember we, was, we were in the same uh, class of concrete school as you guys were. I remember, we. I mean, we were all right through my high school days in sports, but when we played any team from ADNA, Napa Vine, they would always beat the shit out of us. Yeah, well, I I actually never played concrete, but I've been to games where ADNA's played concrete. But yeah, uh, they usually won. Yeah. (laughs) No, ADNA has a pretty good, well, I don't know about now, but when I was going to school, we are I think we were ranked number one our whole year and took playoffs but yeah we we literally had like seven shutouts like two teams actually scored on us Jesus yeah we even kicked uh we played this two high school pa and we ended up beating them forty three or forty three three Jesus. <laughs> yeah I was when I was a senior we played i think it was in Napa vine and C. Roley. And you know, we on paper it looked like we'd match up good against them, but yeah, I, I think in the third corner we had running clock for the rest of the game. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Was the, that was that was a fullback at like a hundred pounds. Anyways, um, yeah, It's like a receiver. Yeah, fullback <laughs> supposed to be like <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I got I got I got the shit beat out of me. Oh, well, yeah, fullbacks. So no matter what size you are, you're pretty much just blocking. Yeah. And you get the ball every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Napline's always good, though. Yeah. Well, I never lost nap line, But I get to make fun of my brother because I don't think he's ever beat Napline. Yeah. They're it, pretty good, especially ever since then. Uh, actually, yeah. so their coach now, he uh, coached me in high school. He started adding and he. At the head job at Nap was is just powerhouse. Yeah, yeah, they were. I think this year they they predicted that napvine was playing was it Okanagan. Were they played in the final. I think so. Yeah. All right. So after you graduated, Adna, and what what, what transpired after that? Well, no, I've always loved sports, and I'm. Then- Pretty big dude. Yeah. But unfortunately, senior year, I had tore my ACL and that kind of drew back on a lot of stuff. And so I went and played uh junior college football or tried. And I still having complications. I went down to Weed, California to play at College of Siskiyou's. And uh yeah, didn't pan out. Came home, went to school at Central Valley College for a while, and that didn't pan out. And I joined the military at 20 years old. All right. So. What branch and what was, what was, what made you decide to go into the military? Um, well, kind of cliche, but I was played with army men, the green fucking figures. And, uh well, and then of course my family's all been on my dad's side, military. My dad was a, uh, I don't know what unit, but he armored tanks and all that. And then my great, or not great girl, my grandpa doing on dad's side, he was uh, in the 82nd Airborne. And then my great grandpa, he was also an armored division. Um mom's side, there's not too many. There's a lot of females on my mom's side, though. They're all traditional, so not a lot of them joined, but uh, grandpa's dad, i never actually met him on my mom's side. He was a Marine. A lot of history, too, so. Okay. That's kind of nice. And so you went in the Navy as a 20 year old, and did you have a staff? or was there something that you wanted to do while you were in there or yeah well i went in actually i went to join the army I went with, like a recruiter and he wasn't there didn't want to join the Marines. mainly my size i could do both to save my life i could do like four that's about it <laughs> at the time but uh yeah and then so the navy guy was there he's like hey me and a week later i signed my paperwork i had to wait like nine months to go to boot camp i was like i just want, I kind of want to help people so you gave me military police So nine months later i shipped off boot camp we did that then I went to san antonio texas for my military what they call master arms in the navy but i just say military police because no one knows what master arms is really so yeah went down to san antonio and did that training and, and then i got shipped off to Gulfport, mississippi for three years So. How's was the weather over there in Mississippi compared to here? And you're eating air. It's fucking muggy and shit. I remember, I picked up rugby down there and I remember playing a game and I looked like, I was like, I can't breathe, I'm eating the air right now. I don't know how you guys do this. <laughs> Help me. I'm dying. Yeah, that's, it's, it's a whole different, a lot different growing up in the Pacific Northwest. It's completely different. And then, Course they get like uh i went through one hurricane and then uh it was a small one it wasn't huge a lot of tornado warnings those are fun nice and of course as an mp i don't get a shelter i have to make sure no one's fucked around on base yeah although they know i was the one around base. <laughs> yeah Now the weather down there's probably the biggest thing i do miss the food though. it's second to none everything's fried in Cajun. Nice. I like that. Fried <laughs> Cajun, there's a liquor store on every corner. Nice. It's pretty ghetto. So you're. This would be probably, what, you're 20, then, this time. Yeah, by the time I actually went through the camp, I was almost 20. I was, no, it was 21. Okay. And yeah. then you get, get through boot camp, and <laughs> Yeah. boot camp is fun. It's what everyone says it is. Obviously, the Marines are a little tougher, but it's pretty funny. How was your experience in the Camp? Uh, I was what they called radar recruits. I didn't really talk. I just wanted to get through it. But uh, I remember they, uh, so if you pass this test before you get in, and you pass your physical test, you get promoted automatically. I figured that was very hard. Well, Nine of us passed, but we didn't know it, or... uh, we call them RDCs, but it's like a drill sergeant. He comes in, starts yelling at the whole pl- platoon or squad, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, like, there's nine motherfuckers in here. They just did something fucking blah, blah blah blah. I was like, oh man, that's sucks. I wonder who it was. And he called my name. I was like, what the fuck, did I do? <laughs> like, I didn't. I haven't said shit. Yeah. Because when you go to lunch, you're not supposed to look at females. You're supposed to just like stuff it, not talk when you're eating. It's you're eating. Like, we have hours to talk, or uh, certain hours you can communicate, like, actually relax a little bit, and that's all business. But anyways, yeah, I felt like I was doing all. I was like, I don't know what the hell I did. And he's like, giving you guys a chance right now, if you want to come out, you come out right now. And then that's when he said my name. I was like, I don't know what the hell I did. So we're in the middle of the room, and they're making us do push-ups and burpees. like, you remember now? We're like, no, chief. All right. Back down. Fuck. I not know the f- did it? So we did this for like 20 minutes. And then he started having the whole other division start singing. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. And he said, goodbye E1. You guys are now E2. Like, this was a promotion. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's funny. No, it's stupid. Straight up. <laughs> so I'm going from like uh, how you grew up to that military. Was that a big... That a big change, or you? Uh, oh, yeah, well, pretty, pretty all, or... you get all walks of life. So, actually, I, I think contact is beautiful. One of my my bunkmen, oh, he's actually a movie producer now, not huge yet, but he's good. He's in the works. He just graduated from USC with his uh, directing degree. Nice. He's creating a movie now, it's called Vampire Machine. It looks pretty good. He's got some actors, he's got some of the well, they're voice actors. I don't know they're actual actors. I know one of the Pokemon movies that just came out. He got quite a few of those actors in there and stuff. And That's one of them. And then uh, Eric Suarez, he's a cop down in Texas now. Just all walks of life. It's pretty cool, actually. You know, I can go somewhere and know somebody. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> Is there wh- What was the hardest part about, like, boot camp and just that change from going to... I mean, playing college sports to the, even the military. I like well, you know, playing college sports and my knee was healed at the time. Like, physical, the physical part wasn't hard for me. Even that big. I was like 6'4". When I went out of 6'4", I I walked out of boot camp 214. lost a lot of weight. Yeah, But uh, the hardest part was probably just is a, like crash course on like Navy edicts and uh, how Navy works and stuff. They're pretty much just breaking down and trying to still the basics into you. So just kind of learning all that was probably the hardest part, which was too hard, but it's a lot of different lingo. They got like their own dictionary, like the waterfronts water call it a scuttlebutt. Nice. I mean, something stupid like that. Probably the hardest part, though. I actually didn't think it was that hard. Just do what you're told. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we did get, get through boot camp and get space in Mississippi. Yeah, well, after boot camp, we uh, obviously we went, I went to Texas for two months to train. And that wasn't even a Navy base. I got stationed on Air Force Base for that. So going from boot camp to that was kind of funny because we showed up to our barracks and uh, people came and grabbed our bags for us. So carrying it, I was like, this is weird, but you're be nice. And then the first, like, chow hall we went to, they have, like, this Air Force, you get a little spoiled. There's, like, three lines. One's, like, steaks. The other one's burgers. The other one's breakfast. Like, you get a pick. What do you eat? What is this? Then after eating, we're sitting there. and You got your tray. You're like, hey, what do we do with our trays now? Some guy goes, oh, you just sit on the table. They come around and pick it up. Like, what? What kind of shit is this? You <laughs> got yelled at. You yeah. guys are we over here getting busted. But yeah, Texas, and that was fun because we obviously doing a job dog training. And I actually tried to go for a military working dog. And uh, we went through a board where you have to walk into a room and like do a bunch of about faces and movements and say like the Sailor's Creed. And then you sit down and ask some questions why I failed that. The part that failed though, they said, take your cover off, which is just our hat. And you put it on the table. He praised it like it's a dog. I, I kind of like just looked at him and I was like good boy <laughs> I didn't know what to do and then he did his and he was like yipping and holler. and I was like yeah like for sure Oh man. yeah that was pretty funny and then they actually had another guy in that same ward they did two at a time and uh, they like, okay now say something you know he could work on or negative like what's something that you notice and uh, this kid goes I don't know he doesn't talk very much that was his. And I feel like a dick because at the range, he uh so you got to go through a sequence where you're at the range. Like, you fire two shots, wait, fire two more, reload, fire two more. Well, he just went boom, 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 boom on the first one. <laughs> so I said that. I was like, well, he like, oh, failure to obey orders. Check. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> the only thing that popped out, I, I, I don't know. I, he didn't pass it he <laughs> wasn't the smartest computer. I didn't his name. But yeah. Yeah. and after that I went to Mississippi three years how was that? Well I said the different, eating air yeah it was not, I mean it's cool the first year because south you experience all like the southern culture and stuff and after that, it's <laughs> cool. yeah I got some family that live over in South Carolina and they it's, no, and then another thing is it's, there's a lot of poisonous shit there. I'm like, there's not this in Washington. No, no. It's like, we have to worry about bears and cougars and shit. You can at least see that. Coming up. Yeah. These little spiders, black widows, yeah. and cockroaches, and snakes everywhere. Alligators. Like, I know every time I think about moving somewhere else, I'm like, shit, they don't get tornadoes. <laughs> you don't get hurricanes. There's nothing poisonous that's the size of a fucking porter, or, you know, a fucking spider or whatever it may be that poisonous that could fucking kill you. Yeah, I the politics here. Wash is perfect. Yeah. No. You know It's like 100 degrees today, but. Yeah. From snow three weeks ago 100 yeah. degrees. Yeah, in May. Yeah. that's And it was literally. And unfortunately, being an MP, we used to do snake calls. So people would call in like, hey, because they have the water moccasins or whatever down there. And I remember I went to one. Usually when I get in, they're like just little, the gardener like snake ones. So they're not very big. So we have a little thing. Which is out, you can grab their neck and then put them in a bag and we go put them somewhere where they're not going to be around people. I went to one. This thing's fucking like six feet long. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's I was like, nice. um, I, I hold <laughs> on, I'm going to have to call my supervisor because <laughs> I'm not messing with this fucking thing. And he goes, okay, hold on, I'll be out there in a second. So I'm waiting a little lady. We're kind of just chilling on the other side of the fence. And he comes out, and he goes, oh, shit. Yeah, one sec. He goes in her garage, gets the shovel, just fucking starts whaling on it. <laughs> oh, man. dropped its head off. like, oh, I could have done that. You just told me. That's funny. Yeah, that thing was a huge, uh... Unfortunately, <laughs> I was one of the only ones that would actually take snake balls because a lot of people were snakes. Like, they're just little, they just little guys. Just, yeah. don't get close. <laughs> so Mississippi, and then did you? What happened after that? Yeah, three years Mississippi. Uh, did, I, did you have any good good memories there? Or? Yeah, I man, I was just pretty good friends. One of my best friends, his name's Mark. Uh, actually, kind of worked out good because his mom's like a head show for the Marriott. Nice. And he's from Boston, so they moved from – actually, they moved from Boston to Florida and then – because they have super thick Boston accents. For, like, the khaki things is a real thing. <laughs> Khakis, But and then they moved from Florida to over where we're stationed, in New Orleans, because we're only, like, an hour away from New Orleans, if that. <laughs> but uh <coughs> that was fun. So we got – they had to marry out there in New Orleans a lot because his mom was there. <laughs> Sorry. One reason I picked up rugby. Another good friend of mine now is Alex. <coughs> yeah, so uh, I met my buddy Alex. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a funny story. He was doing gate duty. Gate duty or gay duty? Both. I don't know. It was maybe. It's uh, He came up to the gate at like nine o'clock at night, and he's like, "I uh, lost my ID." We'll come in here. We do a lot. We check. For Man and make sure they're actually familiar with the biggest. And He's like, looking at me up down and down. I like looked down and he's like, you're pretty big. I like, yeah, I am. You didn't work. You ever play rugby? No. Don't you know the first thing about it? You want to? No. I don't have time for that. He's like, well, you sure? Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't know the first thing. So, next day I called him. Yeah, I'll come to practice. He was like, well, I did one practice, and then I played in their game, like, the next few days. I was like, wow, that was fucking quick. But then, yeah, I met him, and then another, so, really good friend. His name's William. He actually came up to Washington once and tried to tried out for state patrol, and they rejected him, which is really weird, because he's the most sheltered person <laughs> at the time that I've ever met. And uh, to the T, like, he knows his job, let put it that way uh so i'm really surprised they turned him around but uh he was uh i was already there a year or two so we're just showing the ropes and he became a good friend and probably the best part about it is, you know those people even through boot camp i guess yeah. long walks of life so uh, probably just being able to you know find some good buddies and make good Developed good relationships with them. It was probably something good. That came Even, uh, that. like, my higher-ups, when I first got there, it took me and Mark, because me and Mark are there at the same time. Main reason we kind of met, Uh <laughs> we went to a new speed. This is mm-hmm. last name, Speed. went to his house, and mm-hmm. we drank, like, three bottles of just random shit. I like, think one was Jesse Honey Whiskey. And then we went to the casino. I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was like, this is, I of our like, leaders. This is sick. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, he is a good guy, though. Does drop good. But, I knew how to have fun. That, that's pretty cool. There's a lot of cool people in the military. There's also a lot of Yeah. But the majority are cool, though. Yeah, so, anything else you'd like to uh, or? Oh, oh man, I don't know. not for me especially since I'm already sweating here in Washington it's like <laughs> but I remember one time that AC went out in the barracks <laughs> midsummer I was sleeping on the floor and it was still just a puddle of sweat it was concrete floors I was like oh this should be fucking cold no no I think no. the concrete was just fucking no. aching and it took me a week to fix it too yeah I'll visit there again. I just, I don't feel i ever live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not activated that. No, I, I can barely handle the 90 or whatever it is. No, this is I'm just sweating inside now. Yeah. I'm just cold in here. So, and the military was good too. I actually did college classes there. So I wasn't the greatest high school student. So I just bought my grades up and, uh, so I did that and then ended up getting accepted into Washington State University. Nice. So after after my four year contract, I was I was wondering. i would seen some stuff. Well, that started a long time ago. My dad was. A okay. We went to a lot of games. He never went though. But he, was, yeah. he had he picked the team, and that was it. And that stuck with me. But yeah. actually, I didn't graduate. So <laughs> yeah, Not too much fun over there. That well, yeah, the main reason so I was dating the girl at the time and she went to Central and then the other main reason was uh, rugby. Central Washington University has like one of the top rugby programs in the nation and I went and tried out and I made the team and actually my brother was there for the tryout so I transferred there after one semester at Washington State and did that a little bit and uh, I ended up not graduating from there either (laughs) that's it what was that That after Mississippi, or yeah, it? it was after Mississippi. So okay. in Mississippi, and I got accepted to Washington State. So, okay. so did you do your four years? Yeah. Or? Okay. yeah, I did four. I never actually left Mississippi, which is kind of sad. Probably the reason I wish I was still in, but yeah, no, I got accepted there. And like, nah, I think I'm done. I'm going to school. I almost went to Romania, uh, playing rugby. Down there, I, uh, tore my other ACL. Yeah. Yeah. So I was out on limited, light like limited duty for six months. Right. While they were picking people to go to Romania and, was like, no one chance. Yeah. So they picked my other friend who, uh, just got stationed there, like, six months before this his previous Place was. He was stationed in the Bahamas before that. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. And Miriam just stuck in his. Yeah. <laughs> yes, after military, that's where I went to Washington State University. It was uh, mm-hmm. starting business. That was fun, though, especially the football games. Oh yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> I went to a couple games. At, oh, I think it was 2015. My friends went over there and. Pretty cool atmosphere over there in the football games. As long so, as you like the party, you'll have uh, a <laughs> right in. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, a good time and don't remember a lot, so when I went over there to visit. Yeah, I mean, that's cute. But I didn't get that. Yeah. There's only a few times I don't remember drinking, which is just like maybe it didn't count. I can count my Remember one time, I was so naive and dumb. So, my neighbor's upstairs. I was walking to my apartment and they're already partying. I remember about that. People over to He's like, hey, do you ski? I was like, no, I snowboard. I was like, he's like, no, do you ski? He's like, no, I snowboard. I like, Get up here. I go. There's a couple guys doing lines of code. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You guys have at it though, man. I'm going back to my, my apartment now. Oh, that was funny. I was like, totally oblivious to what he was asking. That's wild. That's Pullman for you. So how, how many years did you spend over there? In Pullman? Yeah. Uh just once semester's like six months. Well that's and then I, that's when I went and tried out for the rugby team, made it, and then I moved to Central Washington, which okay. is Ellensburg. Okay. And then uh How nope. were you about this time? Twenty five, twenty six? Okay. Somewhere in there, yeah. One of those Alright, so you went to Central to play rugby and how'd that go? Uh, well, I didn't make a game. Because, uh, my, I was working part-time at Safeway too. Like, next talk, next talk, show today, And I want to work weekends. And, uh, one of the nights, my mom goes, hey, you should come home. I'm like, I'm working. Like, how much are you going to make? Like, 60 bucks right now? I was like, well, actually, yeah, that's probably the only thing. <laughs> She kissed me, come home, and we went to the brown shack out by so My aunt and uncle lived up right next to it. And the next day, I went riding with my brother, and he's actually like really good at riding dirt bikes for how big he is. And uh, I ended up fucking crashing this piece of shit one we have. It has zero front brakes. It's, awesome. it's a T-shirt. is quick. And I remember I came up, there's a track over here, right? It used to be That's where we're riding. And I came up this hill, and I did a little jump. The little jump, and after the jump, there's a bunch of whips. I hit those going full speed and just fucked me off. And then I remember like hearing Brendan bomb up the same hill. I was like, oh, shit, going to hit me. So I got up real quick, and i remember to the side. I was like slaying the dirt. He's like, hey, you're right? I like, that's not, well, not that me. I think I passed out. Yeah. The, when I remember, the next thing I remember is Brendan and his dad, Gabe, standing over, like, we move your bike over by the trucks. So just go there when you're ready. And I, had a, I went on in that pin and I goggles once. They couldn't actually see my face me. I just did nod. So when I tried to get up, I didn't realize I broke my elbow. So I was, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Put my hand down, and tried to press myself up. That kind of hurt. And then I, so I got up eventually, started walking. I didn't see like outlines of things. Everything else was just bright. And all of Brennan says, "You look like shit." <laughs> I like I don't see you right now. I just see the figure of you. And then called uh, mom. I was like mom, I can't catch my breath. Calling the baby, I was like No, no, no. Cause she's a nurse. I was like, I'll come down there. It's not part of the house, and then we can assess the situation maybe it's hospital So we load up Brenda's truck. Had a little Ford Ranger at the time. And we drove down. And on the way down, like every bump fucking hurt. As I was like, Yeah, I'll get the truck ready. We're going to the hospital. You're driving me right now. And so we go to the hospital. And breaking my elbow, right above. I cracked three ribs or something and punctured my lung. That's why I couldn't breathe. Right. They're here. All right. So you broke your arm. Got a punctured lung. What's that? that? That was painful. Okay, oh, another So yeah, I'm about a arm, punctured my lung, a few ribs. Um, let's see. The hospital was there for like a few days. And the worst part it was they had to show me a tube in my chest. Nice. <laughs> the tongue thing was, there a dot, oh, and the middle finger now, sorry, she's super nice, so mm-hmm. good, super nice, Uh, yeah, so it was in the hospital, and I got a tube, don't you know, put you under for it, and uh, they just kind of numb it up right there, and kind of sedate you, but kind of not sedate you, and I remember him saying, hey, you're going to feel a lot of pressure now, and he's like. Three, we're, getting, we're just gonna shove it in there, literally just one, through here, and you're gonna pop oh, God. right through the chest and the ribs. I said like, that, that in there, and then I remember sitting there, and you have to keep it in until your lungs inflated again. And uh, I remember mom, mom, mom was a nurse, and she came over and visited me two times, brought me Applebee's. I was in eating. I just remember going, Mom, my hose is out. She's like, Your hose is out? Yeah, I know it's out. <laughs> She's like, When you, when you what hose? Like, tube's out. <laughs> it literally fell out of the hole. So I was just sitting there the hole in my chest. Oh my god. Like, oh my god. So they like freaking out. It was like seven at night so the doctor's not there. And they had to call the doctor and all the girls there's there's like three more nurses around me now, like we've never seen this before. It's like, Oh cool <laughs> I'm gonna die. And then the doctor said, Oh okay, yeah, well if he's breathing fine and he doesn't seem complicated, let me start healing. what's happened. Used to know that hospital and I didn't go back to college. Nice. Uh, it, was, it was a good, uh, two month recovery after that I spent the arm in the ribs. That was like quite the experience. Yeah, i am been remembered in my body. Yeah, not, not quite a few injuries <laughs> after you got healed up and all that. Then what happened? Oh, uh, well then there's three random jobs. I worked at a railroad company for a little bit. And um, then I, my dad's best friend, he hooked me up with a construction job. And then my best friend, I started surveying with him for a year for this uh, engineering company. Then I decided to get the CDL and then uh, after that, oh, I went to North Dakota and started hauling water out there. I only did that for six months and I got another injury. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of odd jobs in between. And then uh, North Dakota, all right. you went to North Dakota, so yeah, North Dakota. After uh, uh got my CDL. Actually, I had, uh, I was working day, and I was going to school at night. Three hours of sleep. I get it. Like, kind of yeah. So then I went to North Dakota. I was there for six months, and then I got a huge accident, which uh, ended up breaking my head. it's called a stabulum fracture, where it breaks up the cybol out of your head, the actual joint and stuff. And so I got transported by ambulance from the crash to the first hospital, and then there, actually, that's where I think I got the, the fracture because they put me under to pop my hip back in place. And when I woke up, nurse goes, "That was the loudest pop I've ever heard." I was like, "How did you fucking broke my hip?" <laughs> but uh, and then after that, I got life you in a helicopter from I think it was in Dickinson to uh, their biggest hospital there. I don't care what I was this and then remember, I was there for like three or four days. The um, paperwork is in the file, and making sure I was stable, which I was. And then the uh, doctor comes was like, "So you need you need the surgery, but I haven't done it. Before. So we're gonna send you somewhere else. Like, yeah, let's do that." she they almost sent me to Minneapolis, and finally, I mentioned Seattle, and mom, my, my mom was there. She flew in. We got all the approval to give you said this, you the know, Harborview place. And surgery done, and I was out of work for nine months after that. Was recovering those, I I like learned how to walk again. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Sucks, though. Six Money is actually really good over there. I think it's making like three or four grand every two weeks. There it is like every week. Actually, it's like three grand a week. And the nice thing over there is most of it's take them because they have they put half your pay as per diem and half of it as taxable. Um, I don't know if that's legal or not, but that's, so I won't say the company. Yeah. So, what were you doing up there? I was, a uh, home water. So, all the drilling they do, obviously, they pump water. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I, I hold the drill water. So, when they're drilling, they pump water in their sure materials. Okay. High. And then afterwards, the water comes up still. So, we can go to their tanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and then, uh, after they drill, they have those oil pad sites. and So we'd go there and we'd extract the water. Because you don't need a hazmat, to all the water, you need a hazmat to all the way. Right. And, uh, we, they have the disposal sites and they just shove it right back on the ground. Go, it goes through a system. And then they shove it, so it's kind of clean. That's not just dirty water. It's a super easy job, a lot of hours, but easy, good money, just far from home. Right. Then after that, I obviously did a wreck and then I started hauling milk once I was able to do work. So I did that for only a month. And then Grandpa finally bought me another log truck, and that's how I got into the logging industry, which is nice though because it's part of my family history, small town and stuff. Yeah. And he's been wanting, dude. He's just, he's kind of hesitant when it comes to that stuff because he didn't want to like bring me on and there not be work. Right. Yeah. But even now, this is work everywhere. Yeah. This is like the worst time. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking then. This is actually a good time. This is like three years ago now. Yeah, sure. I think you <laughs> you just started, and I think you came and hauled. I was loading you Yeah, it was, was it you guys are timber tech That's the yeah. ones we hauled for. Yeah, they got me or Chris. Yeah. Oh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it Chris was funny. So he's Chris is obviously super smart. Uh so he's got his diesel mechanic degree, so he works down there at the shop. Right. We call it our shop, it's not our our actual shop, it's right. our friend's shop. But we have a good relationship, so he lets spark trucks there and he works on them um, charges us obviously, but yeah. But uh super smart and he was down there, I was like putting all the shit out around my truck and it needs fixed, mainly the A C and stuff. He's like looking at my lows. He's like, holy oh, shit, dude! Was it like twenty lows? It's like seventeen? Like, damn! I thought ten lows was a good week. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a different year, Chris. Like, I, we're getting at least three or four day. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. We got uh... So, how long did your grandpa have a track before he? So, grandpa's had actually. He's been in the industry a long time. He was yeah. a tree faller, and then uh, when I was in high school, I went out a few times as a spotter for him because he would go out there and cut a few more during the weekends. So he didn't to work as hard during the week, and you need a spotter to be out there. But, right. Then uh, he started his own. Oh, way before then, when I was little, little he had a tree planting business, and he had two or three crews spread out the northwest. That was kind of cool. And I don't know what happened there. Some big ordeal with the business partners and stuff. And then uh, well, and then he started like residential tree falling, so, like people's yards. You climb the tree and top them, and make sure it came down safely and stuff. I helped him with that too. And the funny story is that I was in high school then too, and I remember we were doing one by Safeway there in Chanhless, but I didn't know office. And of course, I had my phone out, and so he bitched at me rightfully so. I mean, cussing. He's in the tree. He just cussed. Let me put my fucking phone away. And so the next day I didn't even bring my phone out. And then I got in trouble again. He's just up in the tree. He's got the phone symbol out. Like, what the fuck? Answer your phone. I'm like, what do you want from me? And so and then he bitched me for that. And then I finally told him, I'm never fucking working for you again. Oh man. And then here I am. There you are. Home log, me. But he bought his log truck 10 years ago. Maybe even 12 follow this. It was like 2000, maybe for, it's it was like 2010, 2011. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't think he ever thought it would be this big either. He's just going to do it for himself. Right. Beautiful. Cool. And then he got grandsons. <laughs> yep. You and Brandon and, and uh, Mikey. Grandson-in-law, and- grandson Mikey, and then we just hired Russian. He's a, uh, we actually lucked out with him. <laughs> he fits right in. and He does his job. Awesome. Yeah, it's kind of rare to find, especially with CDL. It's pretty cool. What? So, uh, anybody needs their their wood hauled, they need to call Front Range, right? Yeah, they sure do. Actually, well, went picked up a wood splitter today. Yeah. And I handled our number. I was like, I've been looking for mule trains. He's like, Oh, well, don't don't call me because I don't need the schedule. But here's another you call. Right on. So yeah, we were definitely busy. We got a good name. Actually, I, I took a firewood load up Friday, and then I had a big ordeal. My tire blew. And uh, so I was, oh, it was late. And the guy there goes, man, if it was the other truck, I wouldn't have stayed this late. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I guess it pays to have a good name. He's like, sure does. That's yeah. awesome. So it was like three hours after closing late. Yep. So, uh, our business, is moving good. I know, man. Appreciate the transition from all the other jobs I've had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was nice. The hours suck. Yeah, but I love being in the woods. Yeah, it's a different feeling. Yeah, especially especially this time of year when you get all those those million dollar like, people pay money to see these guys. Yeah, right yeah. Here and here I'm getting paid too. Yeah, to do exactly. That. Well, right on. Thanks for the my first podcast i appreciate it and thanks for your service and thanks for having us talk a little bit i have i have a lot of stories maybe another time yeah we'll <laughs> get together again and maybe get drunk and see what we can Listen, do what yeah there's a lot see what kind of stories we can find out nope. rated i <laughs> all right so